Welcome to HUDCO Radio. I'm Jim Kennelly. Today I'm joined by Matt Carinanti, Program Development Specialist for the Hudson County Office of Cultural and Heritage Affairs Tourism Development. The office supports a range of projects, including celebration of our local history. Matt will be conducting a series of interviews on HUDCO Radio doing just that. Welcome to HUDCO Radio. Tell us a little bit about your work and what this series will entail. Thanks, Jim. Much of my focus within our office is to help the community celebrate and preserve its history and heritage. Hudson County is one of the most culturally diverse places on earth, with nearly half of our residents being born outside of the United States. A big part of what has made Hudson County home to all of this culture is its history as a first stop for millions of immigrants throughout modern history. Hudson County is known as the gateway to America for good reason. Beginning in the 1600s through the Ellis Island years and up until present day, immigrants from every corner of the globe have made Hudson County their first stop, with millions planting their roots right here, becoming an integral part to the growth and prosperity of Hudson County, the United States, and beyond. This series of interviews is part of a program called Hudson County and Immigration, the Story of America. I've invited a few of our community leaders to share their experiences as organizational leaders, Hudson County residents, and immigrants themselves. Each of these guests represents a different background and has a different story to share. Our hope is that you can learn something from these amazing people regardless of your own background. I'd like to welcome Carla Truncelito Piero, who is the Executive Director at the Italian Educational and Cultural Center at Casa Colombo, which is located at 380 Monmouth Street in Jersey City, New Jersey. Hi, Carla. Thanks for being here today. Thank you for being here, for inviting me. So uh, please tell us more about yourself, and I know your organization has a long history, so if you could tell us more about that, too. Okay. Thank you. Well, I started working with... Uh, the Italian Education Culture Center in 1972. At the time, the name was Italian Social Service Center. And I was recruited by the, um, the, 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 the pastor of uh, Holy Rosary to help him assist in the Italian immigrants. Uh, in the 70s, I have to um, uh, add that was the last big wave of immigration from Italy. Therefore, there were lots of immigrants from Italy. And that was helping assisting the, uh, the Reverend Nicholas De Marzio with uh, uh, helping the Italian immigrants with their contingent needs, like find a work, find a home, helping with the children's school, and processing the um, immigration papers with, uh, uh, because they needed the rest of the family to be reunited with them to the United States. And then for a while, then I left for a, for a while, and the Italian Social Service Center continued until 1989. 1989, they purchased the Italian uh, Casa Colombo, and they, the organization was incorporated to the Italian Education and Culture Center. Uh, so they added the, common, the component education, because we want to have Italian classes. And for uh, over a decade, we had, I was the coordinator of the Italian classes sponsored by the Italian State Department in conjunction with the Italian Consulate. They were Italian classes for children and adults as well. Uh, after all, Casa Colombo was built in 1936 with the purpose of creating a 
uh, a school where the immigrants could send the children to learn Italian. But going back to the history, the 1989, then in 2000, what happened? In 2000, oh yes, I'm sorry, I have to add that uh, in addition to the education component, we also had that, um, uh, we were working with immigration to workshop to help Italian immigrants to renew the green card. And we were working with Italian consulate for the various Italian laws. And we're also working with the city of Jersey City for the financial assistance to those in need. But then in 2000, the building was vacated by the, the tenants. Um, they were the Catholic Community Service. And we really didn't know what to do of Casa Colombo. We were in a financial dire situation. So I came up with the idea of founding a museum for the Italian immigration. So therefore, in 2002, we found we opened the Italian Immigration Museum, and the celebration was with uh, uh, the 100th birthday of a lady, an Italian immigrant. So it was a beautiful celebration. And then after that, in, um, in the 2009, we had um, a major uh, renovation of the interior part of Casa Colombo, and we added the component of art. Um, because uh, Jersey City, downtown Jersey City, was becoming the, 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 the art place where everybody, most of the artists were coming. So therefore, we created a beautiful gallery uh, where, to this day, we have uh, art shows on a monthly basis. Let's go back uh, to the beginning of your story, uh, and if you could tell us a little bit about where you grew up. Well, I grew up in uh, in uh, in a small town in the region uh, uh, Basilicata. Basilicata is south of Italy. Uh, is uh, between uh, the hill of the Booth, which is Puglia, uh, on the east, south Calabria, and uh, west Campania. Um, I was there until the age of ten. Then I was put. Um, my parents, they wanted me to continue education, so they put me in a boarding school where I was until the age of 18. I continued my education, and I completed the degree in elementary school teacher. Um, so that, that was my, my life in a small, small town yeah. in Basilicata. Wow. And then when um, did you first uh, immigrate to the United States? If you could share a little bit about that experience. Yes, I immigrated to the United States in 1970 by myself uh, because my father was, uh, was already here in the United States. And in the 70s, I was in the, in the midst of the social revolution, mm -hmm. and I was part of that. So I being in a Burton school and returning to a small town for me was uh, no, 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 I couldn't take that life anymore. Yeah. Therefore, I took the opportunity to come to the United States, you know, and uh, join my father here for me was, uh, was the beginning of a new venture, of a new journey. So that's the reason why I came to the United States in the 70s. When I landed at JFK, I was stunned by the, the immensity. Everything was so big. The halls were so big. 
the cars were so big, the roads were so big. So I was overwhelmed by a sense of fear and excitement at the same time. But I think the excitement prevailed over the fear because I said, okay, I'm going to start my journey in this new beautiful country. Yeah, and then was your father in here in Hudson County? Yes, my father was in Hudson County because um, he, uh, his brother was in Hudson County and his nephew said his brother did the paperwork for him to come. And uh, so I joined him in Hudson County. My first destination was uh, North Bergen. And then I moved in Hudson County from to North Bergen, Union City, back to North Bergen, West New York, Gothenburg. So I stayed in the Hudson County for over 10 years. Wow. And you said this was 1970, so you've been uh, here in Hudson County. What's, what's the math on that now? That's 52 years? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And at the time, Hudson County, they were all Italians. Yeah. They were all Italian stores, all Italians, uh, um, people. I mean, you were working the Borgelan Avenue was the place to be, you know, where you could speak freely, you could speak Italian. And I just want to uh, point out that when I came to this country, I didn't know a word of English. And in the beginning, when people uh, were speaking to me in English, uh, uh, subconsciously, I've replied to them in French because that was my foreign country, uh, my foreign language I studied in Italy. So it was, was nice, nice, you know, it was nice in the sense that for me that was all Italian. So I felt, you know, a little bit, I felt at home. Yeah. So how did you go about learning English? You were already an adult by the, when you came here, so... Well, I started, I realized, I mean, I was lucky in a way because my father didn't, uh, didn't put me, I didn't need to go to work immediately. So I started going to school, in the evening school, to learn the language. And then I continued my education with the bachelor and later with the master. So that's the reason why I still have an accent, which I would never lose. <laughs> so, but uh, at least I, I learn English. I'm able to speak with everyone. Yeah. So um, we were speaking a little earlier. You have some very interesting stories from your time at uh, ACLI, A-C-L-I. If you could please share. Yes, yes. I, you know, I went back to work with uh, the, the Italian Education Cultural Center in the 90, and I was uh, the person in charge of the ACLI, which is an Italian office helping Italian semi-government office, um, helping Italian immigrants with their pension benefits from Italy, because most of the immigrants at the time, they were adults, so they all had working activities in Italy. Therefore, with the Social Security, they could benefit of some pension benefits from Italy, based on the working activities done in Italy. Uh, and yes, that was... Um, that was a lot of fun, and also uh, so many stories of uh, sadness and uh, and fun at the same time. I mean, the people, the elderly people, would come in, and uh, and while I was working on their um, paperwork, on their uh, documents, they would start talking endlessly about their families, about uh, their children, about when they came here, because they found someone whom they could confide. And I would tell, I would ask about the children and they would talk 
extensively. Uh, but the children are proud they wear because uh, the children, they now they were very important people. Uh, they were big shot, they were saying. But at the same time, I could sense a veil of uh, sadness because uh, they would say, yes, they are very important, but they don't have time for me anymore. They don't have time for us because they're too busy. So that, I think, um, gave me the inspiration to create a gallery to create an Italian heritage where all their memories, where all the objects, because as soon as I told them that I was doing the Italian heritage gallery, they all came with the, whatever they had that they brought from Italy. So gave them the inspiration to create this Italian heritage gallery where their memories, their object could always be preserved, celebrated, and the history of the Italian immigration could be preserved celebrated and uh, passed on to other generations. What uh, advice do you have any, for any future immigrants that would be uh, heading towards the United States now? Well, uh, the future immigration, the current immigration, the future immigration, it's very much different. Mm -hmm. We all know that, you know. Most of the immigrants, they come to, to Italy because I uh, just want to know in the 80s and the 90s in Italy, there was an economic boom. So a lot of people didn't need to immigrate anymore. And so those who immigrated were mostly um, highly educated uh, and uh, in the field of research and, uh, and other. Uh, but I would tell everybody, regardless of their uh, status, I would tell everyone, please uh, come to the United States with an open mind. Very, I mean, the United States is a beautiful country. It's the most diversified ethnic countries in the world. So you have to come with open mind, respect all the other groups, all the other ethnic groups, do whatever you need to do, work very hard. If you work very hard, you will accomplish what uh, you want to accomplish. Wonderful message. Um, you shared earlier a very interesting story, um, I th which I thought was it was humorous. So you saw you came to America, I believe it's Bergenline Avenue, and you saw a store with with yes, a name on it. Yes, I I'd saw love you to share that. With us. Yes, when I saw the store of uh, uh, menswear, and uh, the name of was. Uh, Truncellito. I said, oh my gosh, Truncellito store is the United States. And there were, uh, was a menswear of my cousins. Uh, and they immediately said to me, Carla, that's not Truncellito. You have to learn the American way. It's Truncellitos. <laughs> so, and I said, oh boy, that's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, uh, can you share uh, how people can reach you and how they can support your organization? Yeah, we do have a very nice website. It's www.castacolombo.org. And, uh, and uh, website and listed all the various activities. We have a monthly activities, cultural and artists. We have every month, we have a different art exhibit in the beautiful gallery that we founded in, uh, in, the, um, in the 2010. And uh, we have also cultural events every month. It's like um, a music event, a books presentation of a workshop, a food workshop. So become a member. Yeah, man. You can find the application to become a member on our website. 
come to our event, our events, and come to visit our Italian heritage room and our Italian New Jersey Italian village, which are right on the third floor of Casa Colombo. Great. Well, thank you so much for being with us, Carla. Uh, it was wonderful speaking with you. Thank you. Thanks, Matt. The Hudson County and Immigration, the Story of America interview series is supported by a grant from the New Jersey Historical Commission. To learn more about the Hudson County Office of Cultural and Heritage Affairs, Tourism Development, check out their website, visithudson.org. Remember, you can keep up to date with county government news and announcements by following us on Twitter. Our handle is HudcoTweet. Videos of county events can be found on YouTube, where our channel is Hudco TV. And we're on Instagram at Hudco Insta and on Facebook at Hudco FB. Finally, thanks as always to Hudson County Executive Tom DeGeese and the Board of County Commissioners who support the programs and services featured on this podcast. 